Welcome to Platform Church Rested Life Conversations. Platform is a young, dynamic, multidimensional church. We offer inspirational, practical, and relevant teaching that is applicable for your daily living. At Platform, our teaching is relevant to people of all ages, race, color, nationality, and of different socioeconomic backgrounds. At Platform Church, we believe that the rested life is a reality for us. For more information, visit platformchurch.co.za. Enjoy the rested life conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve. Setting up your own stage. Ah, I don't know who wants to set their own stage. I need to set my own stage. And I'm setting my stage. And this is a principle that we're putting down this morning whereby you can use this principle every time when you know that you want to create your own stage. Maybe for you, you want to create a stage in your marriage. For you want to create a stage in your business. For you want to create a stage in your career. I don't know what that stage is that you need to create. For you, you need to be at the top, of, I mean, what's called, at the top spheres of life to be able to put possibility. Everything is available in this morning service. I pray one more time that as you're listening to this principle, this is the principle that God, your father, Jesus, the one who has become our propitiations for our righteousness, and also with all the fathers of faith in the Bible, they all use this very particular system to be able to route possibility. The same thing also that we'll be putting this morning. And like we all know, in this month of October for us as platform, it's our month of all-round completeness. Regardless of the fact that we have all-round completeness that has been activated in heaven, there is still a responsibility for you and I to be put, to put on the table. With this being said this morning, let's just go look at our test this morning. Our test this morning so that I get this very particular thing done, dusted. And also, in case if you have to pray, we pray together. And at the same time, also for those who are here live with me, we break bread and also just fellowship as sisters, brothers, and also family of rest. All right, our test this morning is in the book of Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 35 and 36. I love my family that I'm seeing here this morning. Everybody's busy writing. That's a good. We are students of the word of God because we know too well that after we finish service, we then go back home to go and check. And that's the thing in which I encourage everyone currently now streaming, listening to me. Please have a note by your side. Write down something. And because, see, trust me, your memory can only take 15 minutes of everything I'm going to say. And in the 15 minute, by the time you're going to remember, according to science, you only remember 3 minutes, 32 seconds of every thing that I'm going to say for 45 minutes. Do you see why you need to write? And as you are writing, God will definitely begin to speak to you from the message in which we are currently now talking about. So let's look at Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 35 and 36. I'll be reading from different translations, but I will let you know the translation I'm reading. So for those of you who are King James Version, it's okay. For those of you who are living translation, NIV, whatever you use, as long as Christ is mentioned in that very particular version, you are good to go. But let's look at Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 35 and 36. The Bible here says, verse 35, it says, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. It says, for ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. I'll read verse 35 again. It says, cast not away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward, which means ability for you to be able to set your stage. That is a particular mindset of confidence you need to be able to put on the table. And this scripture is making us to understand that for you to pull that very particular thing, 
You don't need to cast away your confidence. Your confidence is needed in terms of taking hold of every completeness you want in life. Your confidence is needed in terms of taking hold of every promises that have been said to you in January. Maybe, maybe for some of you, for some of you guys like my kind, some of us were prophesied from the day we came out from our mother's womb. But we understand that the only way that prophecy can come to pass is the fact that you do not cast away your confidence. And I pray this morning that every one of you who've lost your confidence, who've lost the boldness for you to engage, that this morning your confidence come back to you in the name of Jesus. I pray one more time that regardless of how the factors have made you look as if you are a failure, I remove that factors and I release your confidence back to you in the name of Jesus. He said, cast not away therefore your confidence, which means the possibility for you to cast it, the chances are very high. The possibility for you to allow systems of life to shrink you and to take you out from being confident in the things of God. That chances are there. But the Bible still says, regardless of it all, it says, cast not away your confidence. Let's also look in the book of Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs 24, this very particular test, I'll be using this test all the time because this is where I will be building a lot of the conversations that we'll be having this morning because why? God wants you to enter rest, but in the place of rest, he also wants you to understand that your capacity, your container, and your thinking faculty, your brains, and everything that we'll be discussing this morning is also part of the conduit for you to be able to enjoy the oral completeness in which you need to enjoy. Proverbs chapter 24 from verse 3 to 5. Proverbs 24, 3 to 5. Like I'm reading from the King James Version still. Proverbs 24, 3 to 5. The Bible says here, yeah. it says, True wisdom is a house built. <laughs> True wisdom is a house built. And by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall all the chambers be filled with precious and pleasant riches. You say, a wise man is strong. Yea, a man of knowledge increaseth strength. <laughs> I'll read it one more time again. He said, true wisdom is a house built. So which means for the house to be built, there must be a certain wisdom for that very particular house to be built. And it is by understanding, ability to know how to put the, the, the what you call the pillar, what kind of nail to use, what kind of roof to put, would make the house established. You can have the wisdom, but without the understanding of operating that wisdom, the house can still not be built. He said, true wisdom is a house built. By understanding Understanding, understanding the stage in which you want to do. Ability to set up your stage in a proper dimension. He said it is on that very particular basis of understanding will it be established. And he says, and by knowledge, which is ability to know what to do at every point in time, that your chambers will be filled. What is the chambers? Ability for you to know how to position your house in good health. How to position your, your business in a, in a grand style. How to be able to operate your mind and how to be able to see limitations and navigate get your way through limitations and he says uh, that it is by the knowledge shall the chambers be filled uh, with precious and pleasant riches I, I like the Bible. The Bible does not play with words. It says with precious and pleasant riches. So if there is no pleasantness at the moment in your home, in your business, in your career, maybe we need to review in terms of setting again uh, your own stage. Uh, because when you begin to understand uh, that the Bible says that by wisdom is a house builder and by understanding is it established and there is no pleasantness at the moment, so we need to do a factory reset and check what is the factor that has hold my house uh, not to be established uh, and why am I not experiencing pleasant riches uh, and also precious things uh, happening in my life. Uh, and also we see in verse 5, it says, uh, he say, a wise man is strong. <laughs> he say, and a man of knowledge 
increases in strength. So which means you can see a wise man. I think I remember a story in the Bible where they said that the city was saved by the wise man's idea. But the one that has the knowledge take the glory. You can be wise. You see, don't you see? This is, let's be honest, this is Africa. We see our forefathers, or probably our elderly men. They will sit down, they'll be looking at you, especially you who are young. They are wondering, like, do you know? If you know that my age, the wisdom of this, my gray hair. This is me sometimes. And when they say those things, I don't know. I don't know about you, but my mind is very, I, I picture things. Maybe because I work in the media space. When they are saying all those things, I'm, hmm, you know, my wisdom. If you can just take my wisdom. You, my mind, I'm thinking, bruh, I cannot see what your wisdom has done in your life. Oh. Because if that wisdom, if that wisdom is really there, then you would have been able to apply some certain truth. So that when you are telling, you see, there is a way that a Bill Gates will want to communicate wisdom to me. And my own grandfather will want to communicate wisdom to me. I promise you I will choose Bill Gates. I'm sorry. I can see what his wisdom has made. Not to even talk of my grandfather. I'm like, my guy, calm down now. Like, let's, but what am I saying to you? You can be wise, but the Bible here says that a man of knowledge is the one that increases. A man of knowledge. So yes, and this is one of the things two days ago the Holy Spirit was saying to me, that the devil has succeeded in making the body of Christ so informed, and yet we operate with powerless victory. Because why? The information has crippled us for us to get deep down into the revelational knowledge that brings the truth. You meet an average people on the road. Do you know Jesus? They will tell you, yes, that's that the son of God. But do you know the revelational knowledge that backs Jesus Christ? That's where the victory is. So which means you can know for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We can quote that. But do you understand the mystery behind John 3.16? That is where the knowledge of the revelation of that scripture begins to produce for you. I pray this morning... That everything that has blocked your face uh, from operating in the wisdom of God um, and also taking hold of the knowledge on how to do, I remove that plague off your life in the name of Jesus. One of the biggest prayers we see in the Bible when Paul the Apostle was praying for the Ephesians church, he said, I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. Because he knows too well that if your eyes of your understanding, he wasn't talking about the wisdom. Because yes, you can get wisdom by reading books. But the only way your understanding can come alive if your eyes is open. And he's not even talking about your physical eyes. He's talking about your spiritual eyes. For your spiritual eyes to be open to see the thing. The devil has helped us thus far for us to be open with our physical eye. And this very particular eight things we are saying, the mics, the, 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 what you call, the bracelet I'm putting in my hand, it has limited us from our eyes to open inside and begin to see possibilities that is in it. I pray that that devil and its system will fall off your face in the name of Jesus. One of the things in which as I begin to go down into my message, I would like to use these very particular two guys. I, I love them so much. One of them is Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela, one of the quotes in which he once said, he said, no passion is to be found. He said, he said there is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life of less than the one that you are capable of living. I'll repeat it again. There is no passion to be found playing small. There is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life of less than the one that you are capable of living. You know too well that you carry the possibility of doing it. So what passion do you have of playing small? See, let me say this to you this morning. You serve a God who is a big God. You serve a God who is a global God. Everything about your father is global. The air in which we are currently breathing, it's a global air. The mountains here in South Africa and the mountains in China, they are still the same mountains. The crocodile in Africa and the crocodile in, in Mauritius or whatever, they are still the same Mauritius. Why? Your father God is a global God. There is no big 
business for you to place more. There is nothing. See, God himself is even shocked when he's looking at you at this moment and he says, I have given you completeness. But how come all of a sudden you are operating with a small mindset? Do you notice that God is not holding anything? Because in his own capacity, he's a big God. I remember one time I posted a particular video. Um, I think it's, the video is from one artist called Testimony Jagger. He says, you are that biggie, biggie, biggie. Why? Because the guy could not even explain how big this God is to the point that he was just using biggie, biggie to just, and he plays with biggie because that's the only way he can describe this God. The God who says the earth is a fool stool. The earth where you and I is, that is where God is putting his leg. And the Bible now makes us to understand that even the throne where Jesus is currently now in heaven is also part of the extension plan. Which means your father God, the Bible says, he dwells in an unapproachable light. And that light that we're talking about, we can see the reflection in Hebrews chapter, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. That it is the radiant of the father that Jesus came to display to us. I pray this morning that every fullness of who God your father is, you begin to walk into it in the name of Jesus. I don't care whatever the limitation is. I don't care whatever, the, whatever coronavirus has done or whatever the boss has said in the office. Or whatever circumstances that are currently happening in your home or, or whatever the thing is. I decree this morning that as your mind begins to open to see God as the big God everything that looks small in your life will become big in the name of Jesus Zig Ziglar also said something here he said just any dummy can succeed if he cares to know what it takes to succeed any dummies can succeed if he cares to know what it takes to succeed see the issue of success and setting up your own state is it's a product of the information that you know the information that you know will determine if your stage will be set or if your stage will not be set. And one of the big things in which we see when it comes to the issue of setting up your own stage is the fact that we constantly want to walk according to other people's stage setting at, for our, at the expense of our own stage. Because God has given you a uniqueness. He has given you a unique ability. He has given you a unique talent. For instance, now by the grace of God, I have one of the IT guys who is currently sitting here. Yesterday he sent me something. I was looking at share with my wife. I'm like, man, damn it, this guy is brilliant. This guy knows this thing. This because why? That is his stage. My stage is not that. My stage is a stage of rest. My wife's stage is a stage of empowerment. And I know majority of us here, we have different stages. But there's one thing that matters. That is a system of setting up your own stage to be able to pull the possibility to appear on that very particular stage. And before we finish the service this morning, I am going to give you an acronyms of setting up stage. That acronyms is something that you will hold where every point in time you can pull that acronyms again and use it to run your life. One of the things in which I want you to understand here, success is never an accident. It takes a refined and a determined mind to make the best of every, every endeavors. It is not an accident. You can't just wake up and bump into success. No, you can't. You have to walk the walk. You have to be able to put all the resources on the table. You have to be able to tell yourself that, like I said on Thursdays, and the two Thursdays we, we, we did, what's it called, the wisdom series, that I said that if it has to be done, it is up to you. If that very particular project has to be done, it is up to you. So in the place of setting up your own stage, we are talking about your talent, your gift, your careers, the, the prophecy that has been said concerning you. Have you taken out the time to set up your own stage? Or you are currently sitting and waiting for more prophecy? I tell people, I said, see, I'm not too quick to receive prophecies from people. That's like the one I have. Can I walk that one first? Because the more prophecies come, the more I get confused. Let me stay with the one I know that this one it's for. Because why? The more those things come, if you are not strong enough as a believer, you will miss the parts. And all of a sudden, you wake up one morning, you are now 49 and quarter. 
Like I like saying, and you are confused, how did I get to this very particular point? Because why? The ability to set up your own stage. One guy in which we know too well when it comes to setting up his own stage is the founder of KFC. We all know too well about that guy. He only woke up at 60 years to understand that the recipe in which he was using to make other people to reach, the recipe he can also use it for himself. How? How? I pray that such madness should not land upon our generation in the name of Jesus. The same recipe, mind you, it was not the fact that he went to look for another recipe. No, the same recipe, he only awoken up to the reality at age 60. I use this man as an example. Maybe for you, you are watching me and you're saying, no, pastor, setting up a stage for me at age 59. I'm currently sitting now, I'm beyond 40. You know, they say, they say life begins at 40 and stuff. And you are saying, but man, I don't know how to set up my stage. There is a grace this morning for you to be able to engage and to set up your stage. And I pray that that grace will come upon your life this morning in the name of Jesus. One of the things in which I say here, don't you dare to pursue being famous. The problem with our generation, we want to be famous. We want to be famous by all means and by all crooked corners. We just want to be famous. If you can only focus on being effective, famous will come as an added package. Your business is to be effective. That very particular thing that God has committed into your hand, are you effective doing it? Or you are just busy trying to look for shortcuts to be famous? I remember one time, one, 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 one servant of God approached me and we we're talking and he said, man of God, I just discovered that in this place of you running Platform Church, in less than three months, I mean, what's it called? In less than one year, I can see what God is doing in your life. How come that you don't go through processes and protocols and co? And I looked at the man I love, I said, see, your problem is the fact that you did not see when I was burning the candles. You only saw the product in 2020. You did not see the 15 years of my investment. You did not see how I was busy serving under many people. Even with the fact of the excellence in media that you currently see, you do not see my seven years in the media actively involved on the radio business. And so because of that, that all that resources, I put it together to make what you are seeing now. I pray this morning that everything that God has given to you, that you think that is common, that you think that it is not important, your eyes will begin to see the importance of it in the name of Jesus. One of the things also I needed to understand, please do not confuse a movement with progress. Don't confuse movement just because you are sitting on a rocking chair and you think you are making progress. No, that is the deceit of the devil. When it comes to setting up your own stage, you cannot be confused. You cannot mix the two. Just because you are moving, are you making progress? When we look at your life from 20, what's it called? We're in 2020. From 2010 to 2020, what progress have you made thus far? How can we see and say when you started this very particular thing, it was on zero. Now we can see that it's on 10. So don't confuse movement. Everybody is moving. If you think I'm lying, go to the airport. You will find, see, the airport is one place where I don't like, my wife knows too well, I don't like going to the airport, but because I have to take her to the airport, and I make peace, because why? We are all plenty, we are plenty, many, or brekete, like Nigeria will say it, or boku, at the airport, but trust me, it is only selected few that are going on destination. And so because of that, are you part of the people going to the destination, or you are just ones that is seeing people off to the airport, then you come back to square one? I'm using that as an example for you to understand. There's a lot of people. Check it. If one person is traveling, there are several people of minimum three that is following that one that is going to a destination. Are you that very particular one that is a follow-follow or you are the one that says, no, I will be the one to get to the destination. That responsibility is upon your hand. Because yes, we all can get to the airport, but it is the person that holds the boarding pass that can enter inside the plane. This morning I decree every burden passing which you need to have for you to set up your own stage, for you to set up your own destiny comes upon you right now in the name of Jesus. The burden pass has been given. 
but yet we can get to the airport and not exchange the boarding pass for us to be able to get into the plane that will take us to the place of our destiny. Planning gives purpose and also without purpose, planning is dead. No matter how you want to see it, planning gives purpose and without purpose, your planning is dead. What is that purpose? Why is the reason you want to set your stage? I am still trying to build a body so that when we begin to get deep down into the acronyms of setting up your stage, you begin to understand what you need to do. One of the big things for us is platform. And remember when, when we get into ministry full-time this year, and I said to my wife, I said, baby, say yes. <laughs> anything that we need to do for us to make sure that this church, and I say it arrogantly, because why? I know by God's grace, I have been able to be faithful in the little called dexterity radio that he gave me. And I can say in the place of three years, how we managed to grow that very particular thing to the point that majority of you, you still call me darling of dexterity, even though the dexterity is now a shadow and the reality is now platform. But because of the effect I was able to make, and I said to my wife, babe, everything that will make platform one of the most formidable church and if god will come on earth and is looking for a church to be able to propagate his mandate he will find platform as a worldly place because why the ability for me to be able to pull that off it has been given to me i need to wake up to that reality yes he has given us the mandate just like some of you that are currently here and those of you that are watching me currently the prophecy has been released but are you willing to engage or you are sitting down and you are waiting for one Pastor Darlington or one Bishop 22 to come and help you engage that thing. See, the Bible says, work out your salvation. It is working out your salvation. Nobody will work your salvation for you. See, I see I'm not one of those pastors that will want to massage your ego and make you feel that you are, you are the most important thing after sliced bread. Calm down. After sliced bread, I still slice chips. So you are not very important. So relax, nay. just wake up and get engaged. What is the thing I need to understand? That creating your own stage or setting it without a purpose is a wasted effort. Why do you want to create that very particular stage? Are you creating it from the position of the flesh? We get to understand the book of Galatians chapter 6. From verse 6 and verse 7. The Bible says, it says, God is not mocked. Whatever a man sow, that will he reap. He says, if you sow to the flesh, of the flesh you will reap corruption. And if you serve the spirit of the spirit, you'll reap eternal life. The question for me this morning for you, as we begin to go down into the message, in setting up your own stage, what is the purpose of you setting up that very particular stage? Can we begin to think of the purpose? Understanding that on setting up your own stage will require gruesome work, planning and setting. It will require that. It will require that. The reason why some of them, for lack of better words, some of the people like going to, for lack of, I call them, I call them microwave churches. I'm sorry, I'm one of them, we, we are also a church, but I have to be honest. It's the fact that you don't want to pay the price in doing what you need to do for you to attain to the life and godliness as God has a mark for you. One of the things for us as a church is the fact that we stand. My business is to make you end time to rest so that you don't disturb me at 2 a.m. or 2.45. I'm married, I'm supposed to be busy that time. You know what I mean, eh? Let's just leave it there. 245 and you are thinking, Jesus, all the rest have been prayed. What are you doing? And so because of that, my responsibility is to make you a leader. Whereby you don't need me. I can wake up one morning and I said, okay, fine. I am done with platform. And yet you guys can run it without my rest, without me being part of it. Because why? I understand that every resources that God has given me, I have deposited inside of you. You have awakened to your consciousness. Use the same template to run your life and run your destiny using platform as a place for you to get to the place of your destination. One of the things I need to understand, that as far as we begin to talk about the planning and setting up your stage, you must understand that there is a planting planning. And there is a watering planning. There is always a planting planning, and there is a watering planning. We can see that in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 
from verse 6 to verse 8. 1 Corinthians 3, 6 to 8. It's a popular scripture. I'm just going to paraphrase the scripture this morning. The Bible says, I have planted and Apollo watered it, but God gave it the increase. Which means ability for one to plant. In terms of how do we plant this very particular thing? It is a system. It is a system and also a certain strategy. Somebody must plant and somebody must water. All of them, it's also a system. It would be stupid for a farmer to want to go and farm and yet he has no system. What if rain did not come? Yes, he, the planting system, he has put it on the table. What if rain decided not to show up? Do you have an irrigation system to make sure that that very particular seed, most of the time, the problem is not with the seed. The problem is not with the seed. The problem is the irrigating system that we are trying to use to get to the place of our rest. Because why? The seed is all, the seed will produce anywhere. But the problem is you who plant the seed there. Are you, the, are you putting it in a ground that can produce and you create a system to make sure that that ground becomes fertile to make that seed? The seed can be your talent. The seed can be your gifting. The seed can be your passion. The seed can be your goal. There is nothing wrong with your seed. If somebody needs to hear me this morning, every prophecy that has been given to you, every passion and desire that has been said to you, everything that you are currently waking up into and you are beginning to feel the responsibility to do that, nothing is wrong with that. But the problem this morning is the fact that do you have the planting system and also the watering system? The Bible says, I have planted, Paul watered, but the Lord gives the increase. My question to you this morning, that are you going to engage in the planting system? And are you still going to engage in the watering system? That two of it, it is in your hand to do so. It is in your hand to do so. For instance, I like using what you call platform and also one of the things in which currently I'm doing now at the moment. No matter how intelligent I am, if I want to be very effective in leading this very particular ministry to the place in which God has actually emerged, I will need people that will be on their own stage and I be on my own stage. For instance, I know too well, as much as we are one, together in one, me and my wife, my wife has a very, she has a grace. You know, there's a way she preaches sometimes, man, I'm thinking, what the fool? You know, she preaches very nice. She doesn't shout like me. She's just cool. You know, Jesus loves you. You just need to plug out and plug in. And grace of God is upon your life. You don't need to go too fast. Just stay calm and come. And I'm thinking, <laughs> give me that mic and let's see. <laughs> you will stand up from your chair. Why? That is her grace. It is her stage, not my stage. My stage is to push you, beat you, shout on you. Whatever I can do, you must get there by force, not by choice. It is either you join or you leave. That's my dad. I came late. I have no time. Because why? There is always the planting. And there is always those that water it. For instance, when it comes to the issue of the IT space in which we are talking currently. One of the sons of this very particular ministry. It is not my, not my grace. Because when will I go and learn IT? Come back. And before I know, the church is closed now. Because I need another one year for me to be able to finish that. Or for example, with those who are into the music place, their business is to see, okay, fine. I see, I tell people, I say, I don't know how to sing, but trust me, if I hear good music, I know. Forget it, I know, I know. I can tell you that something is missing. Maybe the thing is, come, 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 come. I don't know, but something is missing, add it. I like saying to my wife, babe, I don't know how to cook, but if I taste good food, <laughs> I know. It's the same thing, because why? It is my lane, I stay in my lane. One of the things in which I want you to understand, that when it comes to the issue of the planning system, we can look for one, for the, one of the examples. We can see it with our father, God. We can see in the book of Genesis chapter 1. When your father was planning the whole earth, the Bible says the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. The Bible makes us to understand. So which means the first time we could see God appearing to create a system or to set the stage where you and I, we are currently now. In Yoruba, we say joguin. We are currently enjoying 
is the fact that God created a certain system to make sure it works. Because how? The first thing God looked, for me to be able to set this very particular stage well, I need to see. He puts the light on. So which means he was very systematic in terms of the things he needs to do. He looked at it, okay, fine, now there is, now there is light. Okay, wow, that's a lot of water. Now let me separate the water. It was systematic approach that your father God did. God did not first and foremost bring man into the garden before bringing the food. No. He brought the food because he knows that when the food is there, man will come and eat. And so because why everything was systematic. If your father God can pull that off, nothing stops you from doing that. Nothing stops you from keeping you not doing it. Because why? The Bible calls to understand, for as he is, so are we. Oh, one more time, say it. For as he is, so are we. If your father can set the stage, you can set your own stage. If your father can rewrite the narratives, you can rewrite the narratives. I decree this morning that whatever that has stopped you from operating in that fullness begins to come down from your life in the name of Jesus. This is known as activation Sunday. So I'm activating something on the inside of you that will make you get angry and begin to say no. Enough of my excuse. Enough of my being tired. Enough of me sitting and expecting people to give me handout when I know that I can take the net myself and go to the river and also catch my own fish. We can find the book of Hebrews chapter 3 verse 4. Hebrews 3 verse 4. The Bible says here, it says, For every house is builded by some men, but he that builded all things is God. Which means ability for the men to build their house it has been given to them. See, nobody will come and build your house the way you will build your house yourself. No matter how it is. I remember of recent, me and my wife were doing a house search and stuff. Sometimes we go to some, my wife have a lovely wife. She just have a very gruesome imaginative in her head. By the time we get there, she's seeing some things I'm not seeing. My mind, I'm like, is the bathroom fine? Say yes. Is the bedroom nice? Say yes. Do I have a place where I can study? Say yes. I'm done. All of a sudden, my wife is looking at garden. She's looking at the tap. She's looking at my mind. I'm thinking, hey, hey, it's a serious work. Why? It is ability for her to see how to set the house. The Bible says for everyone builded his own houses. You build your own. Nobody will come and build yours for you. We can give you the resources, but you need to be able to engage in what I call the gruesome thinking to build your house to work. As we begin to go down this morning, let's look. What is the meaning of setting? You know, I like coming up with my own meaning. Meaning of setting. Because when we understand what setting is, we can then begin to appropriate all that very particular idea to get a full picture of it. Number one here I said, setting is a design of step-by-step -step approach for accomplishing a set goal. It is a design of set-by-set -set approach of accomplishing a set goal. What is that very particular stage in which you want to build? Do you have a design for it? Do you have a step-by-step -step approach for you to get there? For instance, I remember, I think um, me and Magdalene were speaking a few days ago and stuff. We were talking about the whole music department of Platform Church. And I was saying to myself, I know that for me, my business is, I'm called for rest. Now, it, her business is to make sure that the music is nice. So we would tell our possible best to meet halfway. My own, enter rest, our own, enter music rest. It's a two different thing. But it's a design. How then do we begin to design? She brought up a template and said, okay, this is how the thing we need to look like. Before we see the, the kind of choir we want to see, the choir that we know that we want, that will win Grammy, Oscar, whatever they call it, or the award, platform choir will win that. But there is a step-by-step -step approach. I can't wake up one morning and all of a sudden begin to be in a deja vu moment to think, or probably having a mystical dream in my head, to think that, boom, one day we get there. No, it has to be deliberate. You think that elevation worship or probably hill song worship, the music in which you are singing currently, you think that they just wake up today and they are there? No. 
That was the system that they put. What is also the second point, the second meaning of setting? The ordering of priority in a bid to accomplish your set plans and or stage. Your ordering of priority. Have you seen your stage as a priority? Or probably it is just one of those things. You know how as much as I like people saying have plan A, plan B, plan C, and plan D. Sometimes you get to a particular point where you throw all the plans away and say I only have a plan one. There is no plan nothing. Or probably stay with plan zero. Because why? Until you give your all for something, nothing, makes, nothing comes out of it. Until you give your all. Imagine if Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook wake up one morning and says, no, I want to do Facebook, I want to do this, I want to do this. And the possibility that you and I will not be streaming from Facebook currently, chances are very high. But he put his mind on one thing. And he says, my priority is to make sure that this works. I remember one time he was speaking on one of, one of the national television and he was saying that when they offer him to sell Facebook, the problem there is the fact that not that he, the money wasn't enticing, but can he be able to pull another idea that can be like this? He stayed on one and he made peace like Sibra. Even when the brothers, some of you know the story of Facebook, even when all the brothers came together and said, no, you stole the idea and stopped, the guy was okay, I will pay you. Paid them off. The next minute we noticed, bought Instagram. Which was why it was a priority. Now Facebook is fine. Let me use the same system in setting up another thing. He came up with Instagram. Let me use the same system in coming up with another thing again. He came up with WhatsApp. Give me this. Before I know it's gone, currently, if I'm not mistaken, he has about four different online platforms. And the one that is coming up very soon, which means very soon we'll also be collecting tight and offering from Facebook system. It's called Libra Currency. He's coming up with his own currency. Why? It was a stage he took his time to set it to the point that when this one was fine, he went and created another one. I pray this morning that the ability for you to order your priority right, it comes upon you in the name of Jesus. Another, another meaning again is the process of action in the quest to fulfill a dream. It's the process of action in the quest to fulfill a dream. A process of action, ability to take certain steps towards that very particular stage. It is the process of action in that for you to fulfill a dream. I say success is not a lock. If it's a lock, then ask any failure. Because everybody will tell you. You see some people tell you, oh man, this guy is just lucky. For me, that's an insult. This guy, no, this guy is lucky. You see some people, they are currently earning some certain salary. Like, ah, especially, for example, especially this world, the, the, the world of Patraki where we are. A woman is driving a nice car, working in a Fortune 500, five, I mean, Fortune 500 company. The nice thing that come on, maybe he slept her way to the top. Are you crazy? Do you think that she doesn't have a brain? It is because you don't have a brain. That's why you see every woman that is successful, she slept with somebody. I pray that that madness begin to fall from your mind in the name of Jesus. Success is not a lock. People pay their prizes. People put their time on the table. Your God decide to come down on earth to make man. Imagine God put his hand in the dust to make you, which means ability to walk. He walk it out. One of the things in which I say here, I say you don't grow to manage well. You manage well to grow. You don't grow to manage well. You can't say, no, when I have the 10 million, the 10 million rand, that's when I'm going to manage. No. You manage well to grow. I remember a few days ago, me and my wife went to some certain banks. What we are trying to do, what system can we begin to do to make sure that every income that comes into the ministry, that every one of them in the ministry can enjoy some certain level of rest in their finances? I have to think that. Because why? The mandate of rest, because it's my stage, for me to make sure that you enjoy rest, it has been given to me. It has been given. I have to think that thing to make sure that you all enjoy rest. I have to think it to make sure that by the time you are about to spend some certain money, you first and foremost calculate, no, but I can put this investment here. And before I know what is going on in the next six months or the next eight months, what ability for me to be able to make profit out of it, chances are high. 
few months back, I think if you go there, I can't even remember if it's, if it's June or July, we did what we called managing money. I mean, what's called the money game. And one of the things the guy which I brought said, ability for you to structure your money. See, one of the things is as much as God has given you 100%, the only thing in which he asked from you is the 10%. The remaining one is 90. Do what you want to do with it. But in that 90, there are a lot of people that in the 90, they are still broke with it. And they are blaming the 10% for why the 90% did not work. Don't you see that that is, a, that is a misplaced priority? All that was given to you was 90. God just required 10. In fact, government required 14 from your hand. Yet, you don't blame the 14, you blame the 10. Do you see how the devil would want to make you not operate in a supernatural financial position? Simply because you are calculating. Government by force, they don't even consult you. They take your 40%. Straight. They don't, they don't need to pray and fast or whatever. As the money is coming, pa. currently now we are trying to balance our tax week and I was looking at the income that comes into this house and the tax that goes out. I feel like I said, Jesus, what the hell is this? That's government for you. But yet we are trying to pray and fast for us to even obey that 10%. It's called priority. Do you prioritize your spiritual life? Do you prioritize the blessings of God? Do you prioritize your planning? Yes, the 100% the, the comes into your hand. But at the same time, with the 100% that comes into your hand, you only give God 10%, the remaining 90. Did you invest from the 90? Did you save? Like my wife says, uh, I think that's the word my wife likely using. Let's hide this one. I think that's the, I've forgotten how she like phrasing it. Let's just hide this one. Let's forget it. Ability to plan with that. Ability to say, okay, fine. Out of, I tell people, I said, see, the first 40% of your money, it's supposed to be one. In, in fact, the first 40% is all about investment. The 60% manage it for whatever. Investment, which means investment in the things of God. Investment in your education. For example, those of you who have investment, or probably you need to go on a holiday and stuff. Or the first 40% supposed to be your investment. Then survive with the remaining 60%. It is your responsibility to survive. If you have to come down from driving a Bentley to driving a Uno, what's your problem? Drive the Uno with pride. Brian, you don't understand. By the time I'm going to come back and buy the Bentley again, I won't be owing bank. I'll buy cash like Nigeria said. We swipe cash. Because why? You have planned yourself. There is nothing wrong with delay gratification. And that's the problem that we're currently facing. Nothing wrong with delay gratification. You want to stay in State City. There are some certain houses that we go and see. I see the house. I bless it for a far I'm like, the house is nice in the name of Jesus. If I notice that the money doesn't be, I didn't tell my, this house is ugly. Because the price is speaking some kind of tongues that I'm thinking. Hey, we. I was cracking joke with, 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 I think with Portia or Bruno. I can't even remember who. And I was saying to them, I said, one time me and my wife, we went to, what's the name of this place? Something. Yeah, those Bologna club. We went there to go. I went there to go and try my fate. Ha, my fate failed me. Let me first of all, let me confess. It failed me big time. I got there. We saw this very particular dress. Very nice. Yoo-hoo! Only, I don't know what tempts me to look at the price. I would have just looked at the dress, just go. When I look at the price, 55,000 rand. I said, Jesus. Somebody's wearing 55. I said, ah. So, 55,000 to wear on your body. Say, this is a deposit for a household. That's the first thing. This is a deposit for a house. I look at my wife. I say, baby, say, don't worry for now. Let's buy the tight of this dress. I will come one day. I will buy the real one for both for now. Let's buy the tight. The tight is 5,500. We can afford that. And if I notice we can't afford 5,500, we'll buy the tight of the tight. 550 rand. There's nothing wrong. It is why you wear the cloth that matters. It is who carries the cloth and how you come out with the cloth. 
You can wear a rag from Aswani Market. Okay, I don't know how they call it. From small streets in South Africa, Nigeria, we call it Aswani Market. From small streets in South Africa here, you can wear a cloth and come out and arrange it. Put all the blings and put all, you know how you guys paint here blue, paint here green, put some lipstick here, carry up your, your ponytail, this thing, put it, and you come and somebody's looking at you thinking you bought it from the Bologna place of 25,000 rand. And all of a sudden, it's just 250 rand. And you walk with pride, show yourself. Before you know what is going on, a guy who is actually driving a Bentley will stop you. And the guy will talk to you in a very quick language. Hey, baby. And by the time the guy is talking to you, before you know what is going on, he had no clue that the total package you are wearing, from your top to your shoe, they are less than 500 rand. But all of a sudden, he's taking you to a signature restaurant. My dear, it's called packaging. Packaging. You don't need to kill yourself to get to the place you want to get to. Ability to apply wisdom. And this morning, as we begin to dip down to see what is the wisdom we need to begin to explore, your eyes will be open to engage those things in the name of Jesus. One of the things in which I put here, I say prayer without planning is playing without knowing. You can pray all you like from here to Timbuktu. Without planning, you are frustrated. Prayer without planning, you are playing without knowing. And planning without programming is that you are dining with the wood. A life without a programming is a pursuit. Or probably you are dining with the dead. Which means regardless of it all, the place of setting up your own stage. If you notice the title is setting up your own. Don't set my stage. It is my stage. Like I like saying in, 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 in Nigerian grammar, don't take my panado. I'm the one that have the headache. Let me take my panado myself. Leave my headache. I'll take the panado for it. I'll repeat it again. Prayer without planning is playing. Without knowing what to do and programming your stuff, you are dining with the dead. You are dining with the dead. You can pray from now to Timbuktu if you don't plan properly. Don't you notice? There is a lot of poor prayer warriors. I refuse to be that in the name of Jesus. They can pray from here to Jerusalem come. Yes, they are growing in the spirit. But when it comes to being relevant on earth, zero. As a matter of fact, they are even renting houses in the house of unbelievers. And yet, these are the guys that can pray fire. They are like Elijah. They can bring fire from down. After the fire, everybody vomits in the church. That's why for me, as platform, one of the SEC, don't vomit here. And they come down. Because you vomit, you will clean it. This carpet or this, this ties is very, you vomit, you will clean it. Or you fall down, you stand up quickly. Because why? See, I'm not here for me to do all those games and stuff. It's nice to do them. Sometimes, see, I tell people, I say, it's just, a, it's just to enhance the pastor's ego. I promise this is just my own definition. When people fall down, stand up like, yeah, the anointing was powerful. The powerful one is this one. The one that the mind, your mind has been enlightened to see. That is the powerful one. Because repentance, is repentance, another definition of repentance, is shifting in your thinking. Repentance is shifting in your thinking. You fall down and you stand up. You go back to a place. You, have no, you, 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 are, still, you are still staying with an unbeliever that is still beating you. And you think, what? Calm down. Relax. Relax. Let's talk this talk. Let's be serious with our life. One of the things also I needed to understand. Exploit is expensive. All-round completeness is not cheap. Your parts need to be on the table. Exploit is expensive. You want to become exploit? You want to make people know you on the stage where you are? It is expensive. It is not cheap. It has to take some certain factors as we begin to go down to look into it. One of the things in which I want you to take home this moment is the fact that, number one, it takes purpose to start. I mean, take purpose to start to think of your stage. It takes purpose to start to think of your stage. You want to start thinking of that stage? Start with purpose. What is the, what is the reason for your existence? Are you like those people who are seeing people off to the airport but yet cannot board the plane to your destination? It takes purpose to start. Mind you, I use the word to start to think. 
You must have a purpose to think. Number two, it takes planning to begin to see how the stage will happen. It takes planning. Remember my definition? It takes planning to begin to see how the stage will begin to happen. Number three, it takes programming to make the stage effective. Ability to program your success. When 1,000 come, what do we do with 1,000? What can we get from this 1,000? Yes, you know that you want to buy a mixer of 62,000 rand. At the moment, for us, for example, I tell people, I say, I'm not ashamed of saying it. If God has given you the grace for us to buy a mixer for us, I know the name. So don't just go and buy a mixer, call me, because I know the kind of taste I want. Don't just tell me that, okay, no, pastor, I want to buy a mixer and bring it for you, buy a drum. No, call me, oh, call me. I beg you with everything that you know. Call because if you buy a mixer that I don't like, I'll tell you no. And your seed of sacrifice you are bringing may not even be accepted. Because even me, I'm supposed to accept it first and bless you. Because why? How do you go and buy me a no-name brand? And my God has a name. Don't worry, Magdalena. I see you are laughing. It's okay. <laughs> you can't buy me a no-name brand. Of, calm down. My God has a name. He's called Excellent God. And so because of that, if God has laid it in your heart for you to sow a mic, for instance, even where we are, the mic in which I'm using currently, trust me, sure, it's big boys. That's one of the things in which, because why? It's all about programming. It takes programming to make the stage effective. Number four, it takes pursuit to make it a reality. Ability to pursue. It takes pursuit to make it a reality. You want to see that your stage come to pass? Are you pursuing it? Or you are like those who are sleeping and wishing. Yeah, you see, if only I have, if only I have, if only I have. I tell you like that, if, if is a currency, I trust you, beggars will stay in mansion. If, if, it's a, ask that guy who was by the pool of Bethesda. If I only have somebody who can put me in the water. And the, the only thing I encourage, I like about the guy is the fact that, regardless of the fact that he wasn't healed, he still comes to church. Some of you currently now, just simply because, uh, what's it called, you were expecting God to bless you with five rand, you left church. But this one, every, for 36, is it 36 or 38 years? 38, right? 38 years, he was coming to church. Your own. Just one guy, just, or probably somebody just is... And you just get angry. Why is the guy looking at me like that? Why, why must he is you leave the church? You are not serious. Let me let you honor. You, are, you think that your salvation is based on the person who is or who. If your business is serious, you will be like, it takes pursuit to make it a reality. One of the things for me that annoyed me with that guy in the pool of Bethesda, me, Nigerian, or probably an African child, my leg would be in the water. The angel would turn the water with me in that place. I would not leave. I'm like, my leg is. If the angel would take four years to come, my leg would still be in there. So when the angel stays, it will stay with me together and I'll come out of it. Because why? I am determined to pursue, to get to see everything that I want. And number five, I say here, it takes delivery on the stage to make you outstanding. Ability to deliver on that stage. Yes, you want to set the stage, but it takes delivery to make you outstanding. I say here, I say, beloved, prayer alone makes you a burden to God. I think I even posted a few minutes ago on my Facebook. Prayer alone makes you a burden to God. Is prayer with an attitude of setting up your own stage makes you a co-laborer with God. The Bible says in Ephesians that we are co-laborer with the divine. We are co-laborer. You want to set the stage. Stop praying and wishing. Co-labor with God. God, this is what you have given to me. How do we make this happen? What are the things that I need to know? I remember when, I think in February, in March, yeah, March 5, when I was ordained full-time into ministry. And after then, I said to myself, I said, see, come on. I, I sat down, I said, God, I know that you've come and I'm here. I don't want to be like other preachers. I want to be known for something. God, if you call me, I need to know the message in which you are sending me to go. Because I don't want to, want to be those ones that will be hitting the bell, making noise, but yet no effect. And I took my time. I pursue it. 
went to the mountaintop, spent days seeking the face of God. God, what is the message that you are sent to me for? And all of a sudden, boom, the heavens opened. My son Darlington, run down from the mountain and go and give my people rest. Let them, teach them the principle on how to enter into the rest I've made available. I said, God, I like that. Give me a scriptural backing. And he gave me Hebrews chapter 4. He gave me Genesis chapter 2. And he also gave me Isaiah chapter 4 and Micah chapter 4. When I got it, I called my wife, babe, this is what the Lord has said. Are you going to join me in this? Because this is where my life is moving. Thank God for good women. God bless us with. And she said to me, sweet, if this is what God has called you, so be it. Let's go. It was pursued from my side. That makes her, if I have nothing to pursue, she has no business hanging around me. Because why? She has also paid her price and prayed her way to say, God, if you will give me a man, the one that will be after God's heart. I said to her, I like cracking joke with her. I said, next time be specific. You want a God-fearing man, but you were not dictated. God gave you a pastor. Because you just want to just relax and stuff. One of the things in which she struggle, struggle when people call her mom fundis. I'm like, ah, you are mom fundis. There's nothing. It comes with a package. The title of a pastor making mom fundis, sometimes you end up fighting. But what am I trying to say? Is the fact that when you pursue with everything you have, you will definitely take hold of it. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 19. As we begin to go down, and I'll read also Genesis. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 19. The Bible says here, that the Lord by wisdom had found the earth, and by understanding has he established the heaven. It is by wisdom he found the earth. So which means by wisdom, the earth and the heavens were already operating. But it is by understanding the things was established. <laughs> so yes, wisdom will make you see where you are going. It takes understanding to know how to get there. I'll repeat it again. Wisdom will make you see. I, need, I, I know that I'm going to be the Barack Obama of Africa. It takes understanding on what to do to make you the Barack Obama of Africa. Psalm 104 verse 24 in the Living Bible. The Bible says here, yes, Psalm 104 verse 24. Oh Lord, what a variety you have made. Ah, do you see how I like that scripture? What a variety you have made. Which means ability for him to engage, to make something. He say, and in wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your riches. In wisdom you have made them all. And the earth is full of your riches. Proverbs chapter 24. I said it again. That this is going to be my anchor scripture as we begin to look deep down into some certain things. Proverbs chapter 24 from verse 3 to verse 5. This time I'm reading from the Living Bible. The Bible says there, the Living Bible. He said, an enterprise is built by wise planning. <laughs> an enterprise is built by wise planning. Become strong through common sense and profit wonderfully by keeping abreast of the fact. A wise man is mightier than a strong man. Wisdom is mightier than strength. Now, this is the thing there. He said, any enterprise can only be built by wise planning. Any enterprise can only be built by setting up your stage. Any enterprise can only be built by you putting all that it takes. He said, an enterprise is built by wise planning, not by wise prayer, not by wise binding the devil, not by wise speaking, by wise planning. And become strong through common sense and profit wonderfully by keeping now this one if you want to forget anything don't forget this one by keeping abreast with the facts what are the facts on the table you want to start a cosmetic business do you know your industry concerning the cosmetic business have you been able to check why do people use seven weeks for their pimples to is it pimples whatever that thing that stays on people's head when it doesn't go out for the pimples to stay and you want to come you also want to produce your own cosmetic product to be 12 week but yet somebody is producing that at five at seven week why can't you sit down and check all the facts? How do I manufacture my own product? 
and set my own stage whereby my own can produce in three weeks. Because why? It is about the game-changing system. I tell people, I said, as much as Uber decide to think that they are going to be the king of transportation, before they know what is going on, in less than one year, there's a guy called Taxify, which is not currently both. They popped out. Poop. And before you know what's going on, how did they manage to even get faster than even Uber? It was a price change. They keep abreast of the fact. They knew too well that Uber is doing it at 30% for driver. As we are coming, let's do it at 17% for the drivers. And all of a sudden, boom, people that were using Uber shift to taxify drivers. Because why? Keeping abreast of the fact. Keeping abreast of the fact. Keeping abreast of the fact. You want to start your own chicken company. There is KFC, there is Nando's, there is Kentucky. There is a lot of chicken. What will make me, Darlington, want to come and buy your chicken? Have you sat down to check the fact? Pricing, quality, taste, positioning, branding. Keeping abreast of the fact. Keeping abreast of the fact. You want to start that business. What is the fact that you have on the table? What is the fact that you have put on the table? One of the things in which I put here. I said, yeah, your intelligence capacity determines the quality of your plan. Your intelligence capacity, it determines the quality of your plan. This has nothing to do with your age, but what capacity you can pull off per time. What capacity you can pull off per time. Even in ministry, I have seen overtaking. I say overtaking is allowed in ministry. I have seen people who started ministry in less than two years, boom, they were on top. For example, one of the things, one of the grace I know that we carry as Platform Church, ability for what I call the quantum leap. That grace is there. I know a lot of people who call me, man of God, man, you guys are, you guys are not even a year. Let me even say it now on this listen. How do you guys call it? We've not launched officially. We wanted to launch in March. Boom! Coronavirus happened. And we took our time. Next year, by the grace of God, in February, March, we will do official launching. But by that time, God had already bringing people that are coming in. Why? There is a grace of speed. There is a grace of the fact in which we keep up. And so because of that ability to produce quality, because of that, part of the keeping abreast, we choose this. I remember when we wanted to start the first broadcast, we tried to use one phone. I think it was a phone or whatever I wanted to use to do the camera work, and the picture was very bad. And all of a sudden, my wife was like, yeah, let's not go. Before they say, no, we are just trying, you know. We are just trying, you know. <laughs> no, thank God for wise woman. I say, no, baby, I write to. <laughs> the sound can be good, but the picture will make people not to listen to, this, to the, that very particular content. And we say, no, let's start with proper production. It, took, it cost us. We keep abreast of the fact. I was sharing with Bruno the other day how much it cost us per month. And after, after then, we say, okay, fine. Now that we have ascertained the standard, how do we also now begin to do life of it? But at the same time, maintain that same quality. And because of that, all that you are seeing currently, you don't want to see what is behind here. You don't. Because why? We keep abreast of the fact. The intellectual capacity that we operate with in Platform Church is an intelligence of excellence. And the same thing also with everyone that is currently looking at me and listening to me. Every excellent grace you need, you, which you need to operate with comes upon you in the name of Jesus. As we begin to go deep down, let's look at example of men who were able to pull this very particular core, pull this very particular strategy in terms of planning. One of them is called Elisha. I'll quickly jump on this one. Elisha, in the book of 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 21. Elisha, 1 Kings 19, 21. Elisha noticed too well that I want to be like Elijah. If you read the scripture very well, Elisha was not one of the sons of the prophet. But for him to position to become the prophet, he knows that I have to let go of some certain things. Ability to plan and set his own stage. The Bible says Elisha went back to his plowing business, took the animals and everything, killed them all. He didn't even sell them. He killed them all, give people to eat. Close the business. Decide to follow Elijah. 
we can see that by the time Elisha was coming back, because why? He was sold out to one purpose when he was coming back. The Bible says, the grace of Elijah now doth rest upon Elisha. The sons of the prophets who were in the prophetic school with Elijah did not get that grace. It takes setting. Elijah was just a business partner of the ministry of Elijah. But we can see that when the person needed to pull it off, it was the one that was just a strategic partner that got the grace. Even the ones that sleep in church 24-7, they not get the grace. That's the same thing for me when I see people who complain. That how come this sister just come to the church in two days? Now she's operating with excellence and stuff. It is because she keeps abreast with the fact, knows how to position herself, and the blessing and that commission is now operating upon her life. I pray that the wisdom for you to do so comes upon you in the name of Jesus. On that person also we see his name is called Joseph. In the book of Genesis chapter 41. Joseph. When Joseph got to the point where he had to interpret the dream of Pharaoh. Do you notice that the guy set a particular stage? That guy was a strategist. He set a particular stage by the king. He compelled the king to look at him as the only person who can pull this thing off. He gave the king all the principle. You see, the seven years is going to be the seven years of planning. I mean, the seven years of great harvest. The next seven years is going to be this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. By the time the guy put all the solution on the table, the king looked at him. Who will manage this one? And said, so far your mouth can say it, your hand will do it. It's the same thing also that happens to us as believers. For the fact that your mouth can say it, you carry the capacity to do it. And all of a sudden, we saw it when it comes to the life of Joseph. Joseph, all of a sudden, when he put a system... When he put a setting on the stage, he was able to route all possibility. That at the point, in that same setting, he brought his own family to enjoy rest with him at that very particular point in time. On that person also, we can say it's called the prodigal son. In the book of Luke chapter 15, prodigal son. When he decided to waste all his life. See, it is not, this is the thing I say about, for me, this is just what I believe. I don't care how dirty your life is. I don't care how wasted your life is. But when you are genuinely repentant and you choose to want to do God, there is a grace available for you to come back to what you have lost. We can see with the prodigal son, he got to a point, he was genuine. He wasn't playing game. He said to himself, he was detailed, I will arise and I will go to my father. And when I get to my father, in fact, the guy, the guy put a action setting, he put a talking setting, he put a motion setting, and he put an implementation setting. That four was on ground for, for, for what's called the prodigal son. He said, I will arise and go to my father. Mind you, he was sitting when he was saying that, but we saw that he arised. And when he got to the father, he was saying all those speech. And by the time he get to the place, we find out that if the guy who was sitting and dining with the pigs was now sitting with the robe and dining with the kings. I pray that as you de decide to take a decision now, to set your own stage, you will begin to dine with the kings in the name of Jesus. Another person also we get to understand is Rahab the prostitute. I like talking about that woman because why I want you to understand that regardless of your mess, when you choose to show up, your mess is not in view anymore. Rahab the prostitute in the book of Joshua chapter 2. When, he, when she understands that for me to be able to deliver myself, because these guys, they are coming to kill, the, they are coming to destroy us. The, the lady, imagine a prostitute could negotiate her way with the tribe, tribe who came to spy the land. I mean, with the two guys who came to spy the land. She negotiated her way to the point that even her family member benefited from it. Ability to set your own stage. Ability to set your own stage. She set her own stage to the point that when everything was brought down, only her family and everybody that was in that house where Rahab is was protected. I pray this morning that as you begin to set your stage, everything that matters to you will be protected in the name of Jesus. On that person also, when it comes to organizational structure and setting, is Moses and Jethro. Moses and Jethro. 
when Moses took the children out of the land of Egypt and he took them to the wilderness, all of a sudden, Jethro, the father-in-law, came to see him. I looked at him, he said to him, what's your problem? Do you want to kill yourself? Like, why don't you put people of, put leaders of 10, leaders of 20, leaders of 100, leaders of 1,000. The only one that comes to meet you is the case that all of the leaders cannot solve. That's why it comes to you. It's called organizational setting. Moses was able to pull that. Thank God for the likes of Jethro. Sometimes God sometimes brings Jethro's in our life. But our problem is the fact that we don't want to see the Jethro thinking that we are the all-knowing. See, you are not omni-knowing. You are on this earth. You are limited in time. For the fact that you don't know how 12 o'clock looks like tomorrow shows indeed that you are limited. Embrace and accept that the Jethro's that God are bringing in your life to make you experience this. I pray that those of you who are crying this morning and say, God, let me be able to bump into my, my Jethro. They will come to you this season in the name of Jesus. Part of the people also as an example so that you don't say, okay, pastor just mentioned the guys. Pastor mentioned guys in the Bible. What about the ones in circular? You have your likes of Mark Zuckerberg. He focused on his Facebook. Jeff Bezos focused on online retaining store. We all know the store. I think it's called Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Amazon. Alibaba. Yes, his own is called, yeah, I think it's Jack Ma. It's called Alibaba. Warren Buffett, property. Florian Lakija, oil and gas. They stay on one thing. They, will, they give it their all to make sure that this work. There are other businesses, all these guys, they do. But the one you know them with, they make sure that they don't compromise on that very particular one. One of the things in which I will begin to look at here in the book of Genesis chapter 22, from verse 1 to verse 19. Genesis 22, 1 to verse 19. I will be brief on this very particular scripture because it's a long read. But I'm going to give you an example of some certain things that happened. This was a story of when Abraham was asked, God asked Abraham to take his only son, and God was specific, take your only son Isaac, and go and sacrifice. Now, there are some certain steps in which Isaac took. Because one of the things for us as a church is the fact that we are a teaching church. Whereby you have all the rest, so that there is no way you say you are stranded. Because everything that you need to have, you already have it in your hand. All of a sudden, we see when, when God asked Abraham to, to go. The Bible says, after God spoke, Abraham arise. And as he arise, he took his son. While he was taking his son, he took, remind you, God said to him, go and sacrifice your son. God did not tell him the details of the sacrifice. Just go and sacrifice your son. But the wisdom and the planning on how to set the stage for sacrifice, he was able to think his way out of it. What was that? We saw Abraham go sacrifice your son, but he took a knife. He took a wood. He took some servant. He took his hawks and his donkeys or whatever, everything that he needs to take. To the point that he even took, at least probably because it was a three days journey according to the Bible, before he get to the place. And also the funny thing about it. God said, go to Mount Moriah. But the location of the mountain, he wasn't told to him. Ability for him to sense which place is the exact place where my stage will be put and where the sacrifice will be, will be accepted. He had to figure it out. What are the things that we see with, 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 with Abraham? Is the fact that Abraham engaged prophecy. He engaged the prophecy. He engaged the giftings. He engaged the grace that was upon his life. He engaged, we can see that in the book of First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. Paul was telling Timothy, he said, fight the good fight of faith for that which have been given to you by prophecy. The prophecy that has been said concerning you. For example, if you don't have anyone for this month, it's called our month of all-round completeness. Have you engaged that prophecy? Or you are sitting down folding your hands and say, ah, pastor said it is okay. He says, engage. Abraham engaged the prophetic word that has been given to him. Number two, we see the fact that Abraham stepped up and set out and risked it all. He stepped up, set out and risked it all. Mind you, he was going to sacrifice his only covenant son. We know too that there was a guy called, uh, called Ishmael. 
But this one, God was specific. God was requesting the one from his heart. Do you know what it means for him to tell a Sarah, who is a hundred and plus years old, to say, I want to go and sacrifice? You, are, you and I know too well that if Abraham dare tell Sarah that night, that's the day Abraham dies. Sarah would just put food and poison the guy. Crazy. But he took it and he went. He stood up immediately. What was that? We see number three with Abraham on that story. He planned, he prepares and planned by gathering everything that he needs at the destination. He saw the destination, but at this moment, he was preparing and planning. Now you are currently listening to me. You've seen your destination. Are you preparing and planning? Or you are just sitting down and doing your own thing? He prepared and he planned. On that thing also, we see the fact that when he was at the mountain, he got to a point he was looking inward. He was praying and asking God, where is the mountain? I know that this road looks bleak. I know that this thing is not going where the way I want it to go. Where is the mountain? He was meditating in the spirit. And all of a sudden, the Bible says, by the time he saw the mountain. See, there is a place where this one is very important because of my notes, I highlighted it. When it comes to setting up your own stage, you need to learn how to separate from people. Ability to separate from people because why? The people will influence how you set your own stage. Separate from the people. And the Bible says, and Abraham said to his servant, stay with the donkeys. I am going up. I will be back. There are some of you this morning, you need to get to the point that you say to the people, stay with your nonsense. Stay with the dramas you are doing. I need to get to the top because my destiny is important than these games we are playing. Abraham got to the point, he told them, stay. Stay here. This one is my stage. It is not our stage. You get to a point, even as couple, you get to a point. I know sometimes I see my wife, if I want to do something all the time, she will pack herself, isolate herself to somewhere because why? It is her stage. She needs to be able to arrange it. I remember yesterday when I went out from my prayer walk, my wife just, I have to look for her. She was in one tree somewhere in the compound, digging the Bible, creating her own stage. Even as couple, you, your husband, see, relax. You need to wait. I need to create my stage. And create your own stage. Abraham said, he separates that to create a stage. And also on that thing here I said, be ready to go alone in the journey of life in creating your own stage. Be ready to go alone. Stop looking for crowd. Stop looking for approval. You want to set your stage? Be ready to go alone. And also in the place of failure, keep praying. Because why? The place is existing. Can I shock you with Abraham's story? Mount Moriah was there. But yet he was still failing left hand and center before he gets to the place. That place that God has said that his rest is available for you, the place is currently a reality. But are you going to engage regardless of the failure or one thing hits you, you back out. And you're saying, ah, this thing is not working. Or like, man, you give up quickly, quickly. The reason why you give up is because, like the Bible says, your faith, and I mean, your strength is small. Which means if you give up on setting up your own stage, your strength is small, totally. Another thing also we see with the guy is the fact that he always engaged in a covenant practice and sacrifice with God when it comes to setting up his own stage. He was ready to engage the covenant. He was ready to engage the covenant. And this is a thing on that story that is very important also. is the fact that by the time he has finished setting the stage and he put Isaac on the place for him to sacrifice Isaac. And this is where a lot of us as believers, we missed it sometimes. It's the fact that God said to him, Hey, Abraham, stop. Take a switch and see. There are some of you this moment, God is asking you to stop and just take a switch. He's not saying that the stage is not a reality, but what you want to do, he needs you to adjust. He needs you to, to, to reprogram. 
Abraham would have killed Isaac if he did if it was not in if he was not tuned to the things of the spirit and all of a sudden yes Isaac may be able to come back but the ability for him to be hot with his pain chances will be very high the Bible now said to Abraham it said turn for I have made I've provided a ram there are some of you right now in setting up your stage God have put people around your side that you are calling your enemy because mind you God said to Abraham sacrifice Isaac human being but he got to the mountain, he gave him a goat or a sheep. It does not look like what he said from the beginning. Because why? We serve a God that keeps saying. A God, the God that said, yes, that's why for me I tell people, you need to pray daily. I wake up every morning and pray because the God that spoke to you yesterday is still speaking today. But my question to you is the fact that are you still stuck with the God that said or the God that is still saying? Are you stuck with the God that said or the God that is still saying? Religion say, keep with what was said. The grace message say, Keep it what is currently saying. I pray this morning that as you open your eyes to begin to see what has been kept for you, you know what to do in the name of Jesus. In conclusion, what must I do? What are the things that I need to do to be able to set my own stage? And this is where it gets very interesting. In less than 15 minutes or 20 minutes from now, we'll bring this very particular thing to a close. So please, I want you to stay because this is all that you are waiting for. What must I do? One of the things with all this platform, we always tell you what to do. It's number one. Engage on what I call the brain walk. The brain walk. I know you are expecting me to say, pray 22 days prayer and fasting. I calm down. We're talking about setting up your own stage. The brain walk. Your brain needs to sweat for you to be able to get, to take hold of all that you need. The brain walk is what I call strategic thinking. In setting up your own stage, have you engaged your brain? What must I do to make this thing come to pass? Think your way through. Think your way through. Think your way through. I remember yesterday night, I was speaking to the IT guy, and we we're talking quite some time, and I said to him, I said, see, that's a certain intelligence which I want to achieve. That That is a picture on my face. And when I spoke to Bruno that time, I said, there's a picture on my face. I want the, I want our front line, for me, I call it the front, the front receptionist. I want them to be able to panel, what's called to personalize the experience. Before they come into a platform, you already feel that, wow. You know you know how when, when a lady meets a guy, or a guy meets a lady that they like, you know that you guys call butterfly? Where something just all of a sudden your body just you know that's what I want to experience. And I was saying with the guy, I said, see, that is an experience I want us to engage here. And thank God for his wisdom and his grace. He was like, no, Pastor, it's possible. And I like something saying, no, Pastor, you can share with me. Let me see if we can do it. Because why? Ability for me to think. I know what I want you to experience. If I say rest is available, I need to communicate rest with the content of the church. I need to communicate rest so that by the time you come. So your ability to do a brain work. That's all you need. And in brain work, what must be three things I put in brain work is the fact that you must be ready to engage logical reasoning, rational reasoning, and analytical reasoning. Logical reasoning says what are the systematic steps that I need to put to get to the conclusion. Systematic step, logical reasoning. See, God is ready to do signs and wonders with you, but when you go meet God to pray, you keep your brain in the bedroom. God needs your brain in the place where you are praying. He wants your brain to... The Bible says, come, let us reason together. Do you reason with your brain kept in one, 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 one station and you're in a different place? No! Your brain needs to be on top. God, you've called me for us to be able to do this cosmetic business. What must I do here? I've seen that this very particular product called the Conis product. Her product has this, this, and this. Why brain work? As you are thinking, the Holy Spirit is saying to you, no, why don't you ask, why don't you ask, I wanted to say the, what's the name of this chemical? Whatever, I've forgotten. I studied chemical engineering, but I've forgotten. Bible has, it has moved it. 
um, H2SO4, whatever they call it, or H you know those chemical formula, add this one, add this one, why? Brain work. Brain work. Ability to be logical in your reasoning. There number two here, ability to be rational in your reasoning. Relevant variables, what are the variables? In this situation for me to assess, organize, relevant information, what are the variables? I've gotten this information, I've gotten this information, which one work for me? Which one work for my stage? Mind you, remember, we're talking about setting up your own stage because my stage is different from your stage. So you cannot use my formula to do your formula because you have no intelligence of what is governing my formula. And that's where a lot of people, whereby copycat, you copy, and thank God there's a copyright commission. So you copyright, and yet nothing is happening because why? That formula you carry does not work for the formula that you are currently engaging. Rational reasoning. Study people's material. Pick something that you know that can work for you. Don't just go. For instance, it would be stupid of me to want to go and carry Hillsong material and to duplicate Hillsong as platform. No, the guy wasn't giving my date of rest. Or probably I decide to look at it and say, no, let me carry Pastor Ray and use it as remnant. No, because why? He wasn't giving what he called. I wasn't giving this evangelical grace. I wasn't. If I try it, I'll fail. And yet I will be praying and binding the devil. Because why? There was no rational reasoning. Ability to rationale. Ability to look at the variables. What are the variables saying? When do I launch? When do I stay? Should I take a backseat? Should I engage in all those things? Rational reasoning. And the last point which I put here, I say analytical reasoning. Analytical reasoning. This is based on the facts and the rule presented at your table. Don't be quick to make a decision. Put all the tables. My, my wife knows me too well. She said it too much. She, she knows. If you bring any product, I will price it. If you get angry, I'll tell you cash is king. What's the problem? Because for me, my man, I can buy this thing. I can buy this thing two rand. All of a sudden, you want to sell it for ten rand. I will take my time. Go, go, go. Then when I see it, replaced, I will drive there and go and buy it because I know it will save me money. Analytical reasoning. When you do brain work, please consider these three things. Logical reasoning, <laughs> rational reasoning, and analytical reasoning. One of the things I say here, don't kill your tomorrow by, pl by poor planning. Life is not mystical. Life is practical. And give it a practical approach. Life is not mystical. Life is practical. You wake up this morning. You were not in the dream entering service this morning. So life is practical. Give it a practical approach. And that thing I want you to understand here is the fact that life only responds to those who pay the price, not, do, not those who wish they pay the price. No matter how you wish you pay the price, as long as you did not pay the price, life will not respond to you. Life only responds to those who pay the price, not those who wish they pay the price. I pray that every wishes in your mouth come dry right now in the name of Jesus. Now, as I begin to get to the end of this, I promise you guys that I'll give you the acronyms of setting. So I needed to do this. It's called setting. So do the S-E-T-I-N-G, which is setting up stage. So it's setting up stage. And after this very particular acronyms, we'll be coming to the end of this very particular thing. Setting up stage. What must happen? These are the things that I do myself. And so repeating favor for me or repeating success is a default. Now, there's nothing I want to do. I, I implore this very particular system and they all work. Any given time, it responds. The first thing there, remember I said the acronym is a setting up stage. What is S? See the end from the beginning when you want to set. See the end from the beginning. It is what you see at the end. That is what you determine what you put from the beginning. If you cannot see the end, you have no business beginning at all. You must operate from the end before you begin. No matter what, destination in view is what guaranteed. 
your motion to the place of your destiny. You want to go to Durban, you don't even know how Durban is and you are driving. You will land in Cape Town. See the end from the beginning. That is the S. What is the E? Engage all necessary parameters to know before engaging. Every necessary parameters you need to engage, engage it. Ability to check if I'm traveling to Durban. How many fuel do I need? How many, what's it called? How many tickets, is it to get ticket pass? Ability to engage all necessary parameters. Don't be too quick to set the stage. Check everything. Remember, we are talking about the setting now. Check, engage all necessary parameters to know before you engage. Number the, the T part there. Trust in your capacity to finish it. Trust, okay. If you know that your capacity cannot finish it, relax. Go and build yourself. Okay, it looks as if this thing is going to take me five years of information. Sit down. Think and begin to put all the information. See. Trust your capacity to finish it. While you are setting, trust your capacity to finish it. Like I like saying, if it has to be done, I have the capacity to do it. If it has to be done, if I have to set the stage, I have the capacity to do it. The next T also, taking actionable step in the direction of your stage you are building. Taking actionable step. You want to build a stage for music. You don't need to go and carry a stage for theater because it's a musical stage you are building. So which means you need a, you need, you need a podium, you need a wood, you need this. And actionable step to your own stage. Don't look at what Pastor Darlington is doing to want to do your own stage. What is the actual step you need to take for your own stage? Taking actionable steps in the direction of the stage you are building. What is the idea? I like this word so much. It's called indoctrinate yourself in your own stage. And don't be distracted. Indoctrinate yourself. Let your mind be so locked down. When somebody wake you up at 2 a.m. to talk about the stage you are building, you are not confused. You are not trying to speak in tongues to cover the reality of the fact. Remember the scripture which we read? Abrace yourself of the fact. Indoctrinate yourself. If they wake you up, for example, you wake me up, platform church, family of rest. I tell people, I don't know any other God. It's called the God of the rested life indoctrinate yourself because that is where your identity is formed from when you indoctrinate your conversation will be like that when they wake you to am in fact when they want to describe you for example i think the last week sunday because we close service very very early and i, I pray to close us early today when i went to a particular meeting all of a sudden every pastor that were there hey pastor of the rested life say yes that's me in less than eight months because why i indoctrinate myself one of them came to meet me, man of God, please, I need the kind of rest that you are preaching. And I look at the guy, I'm like, okay. He said, no, I know you. Are, I know you. you are, are you the pastor of the rested life? The one that preaches on Facebook and YouTube? I'm like, okay. I think I need to get to venue very quickly. Because this one, you think I'm a pastor of YouTube or Facebook. Come down, we have venue. Lockdown causes this one. <laughs> but what is the story there? I indoctrinate myself. It becomes my mantra daily. On the end part, as you are setting your stage, please always remember, negotiate your ways. There are points you need to get to you negotiate. Bruh, if this thing has to be done, please, I need you to understand that you need to borrow me these your things. Borrow people's stuff to get to... Is it not your stage? Borrow. We can see with that very particular Shinomite woman. The, the prophet said, go and borrow. It is your oil. Borrow people's stuff if they don't want to use it. There is no problem in borrowing to advance your life. Borrow it. Don't borrow to kill. Borrow to advance. Hear my statement. Borrow to advance. You have no business trying to borrow. For example, you know, see, I'll, I'll just say it in case if you've done it, and I know if you know who is there, you've done that part. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. God will give you the grace to pay off the debt and all those things. But it is, it does not make sense for me to hear people that they say they have 
clothes, is it clothes credit or something like that? How does they call it fashion credit or clothes credit? There's a name they call it. Calm down. You know, you're like, why? All of a sudden, you, you went to buy your future on top of clothes that will expire the next year. You pay, you are paying for. I remember there was one advert that me and my wife we like cracking joke all the time. The advert shows on TV. Um, I think it's an advert of Dufe, where you pay 129 rand per month for the next three years. I say you are sleeping in, you are sleeping on credit. And you will be dreaming bad dream because you'll be thinking every night, I still owe 130 rand for the next three years. Come down. Keep that 130 rand. Go to a place, blah, blah, blah. I call it Bendan Boutique. It's, it's a boutique, but you just have to bend down and select. Go to Bendan Boutique. Why? Negotiate your ways. You don't need to stock yourself in some certain things that you know you can enjoy tomorrow, but because of your greed and your pride, you want to enjoy it now. Ah. And the G part there. Get on with what you have concluded. After you've done all the S, the E, the T, the T, the I, and the N. On the G part, get on with all you have concluded. Get on with it. You can't do all that process and you still sit down. Stand up. Stand up and go. You may not have everything is okay. What you have is enough. You may not have all that you need. For example, with us, when I remember when I started Dexterity Radio, I started with one crooked mixer. With the mic, I think I still have the mic somewhere. If you see the mic, the mic was not even, the mic is a sinner. But I started with it. Thank God for this one that we have now that is born again that speaks in tongues. But that time I started with a mic that was not. Because why? I have done all my negotiating, everything. I engage with it. In less than one year, two months, I went to buy cash. We cash swipe, come back because why? I get on with what I have concluded. Now on the next part, the up. UP. What is the up? Mind you, now you are getting, I mean you are setting. Now you need to be up. What do you do? Optimize every opportunity to your advantage. Every opportunity you find, optimize it to your advantage. Always optimize your opportunities to your advantage. No matter how the thing looks like. I know they will say you are selfish. Uh -uh. Salvation also is selfish. That's why it says work out your salvation. It, you see, there is what they call godly selfishness. I don't know how to define it, but it's called godly selfishness. Because why you are fighting for your destiny. The devil is fighting you, so you want to now go fight, fight your own. Optimize every opportunity to your advantage. And on the P part, prioritize your stage above anything else. Prioritize your stage. Stop looking at other people's stuff. Your own is up. Your matter is your stage. Prioritize your stage because now you're already up there. Prioritize your stage. And after you've done that, now let's look at what the stage means now. The stage here says, the S on the stage, stand out from the crowd. Stand out from the crowd. The only way you can be recognized in the multitude, ability to stand out. Mind you now, you're on the stage. So stand out on the crowd on that very particular stage. You can't be doing it the way others are doing it. Otherwise, why do we know you? You have to stand out. The stage is already here. Stand out. If you have to sing and your voice had to crack for you to, to hit the Z note. I don't know what note is that, but it's okay. It just came to my head. I don't know if there's a Z note. Somebody will correct me later. If you have to do for us to be able to know that your voice is do it. Stand out from the crowd on the T dear. Talk your stage. As you are standing, talk your stage. I am the God of the rested life. That's my stage, I know. If you are jealous about it or you are angry, then leave me alone now. Like, it's very simple. This is my stage. I'm on my stage. Talk your stage. You have no business talking in another person's stage. You can't be in platform and yet you are talking something else. On what grounds? What's my business? 
I said it to somebody once. I think somebody was calling me. No man of God, I want to come into your ministry. Blah blah blah, and all those things. There is a particular ministry that I know that I was that ministry that says stay there, don't come because you are not going to come from that ministry to come and tell me that ministry. I, I'm not interested. Talk this stage. This stage is called platform. It's called rest. If you cannot talk rest, stay where you are. I'm not. I'm not. This is the, it's called the stage of rest. I say people get where they want to get. I mean, people don't get where they want to get because they're busy minding other people's business. You don't get to where you want to get to because you are busy minding other people. Talk your own stage. And also when you're on the stage, please know that accountability is a call. You have to be accountable. You need to know that I start my stage at 2 a.m. By the time I get to about 6 p.m., there must be something that I need to show for. The experience. When you talk about accountability, what experience people want? You want people to feel about your stage. Be accountable to it. Be accountable to it. Like I was saying to the IT guy, I want people when they call me, let them feel rest. Let them just know that, man, these guys, man, they don't look as if they have problem. Yes, we don't. We don't. That's the main aim. I want you to know we don't have problem. Because why? We know that the grace to come out of the problem has given. So we will not magnify the problem. We will magnify the promise of the scripture that is on our hand. So that we can enter into the rest. Of it. So we don't have problem. And to you all who are currently streaming, listening to me. If you need a home where you want to rest, you are tired of all the religions and the gymnastic, binding your head and hitting your table, come down, come home and rest. Platform door is open. Just come and rest. And on the G part here, I say ground yourself with your work. Ground yourself with your work. You wake up in the morning, that's what you know. Work it out. Ground yourself with your work. That's your stage. Work it out. And at the end of it all, on the E part, it gives you something that I like so much. It's called, when you do your stage very well, exceptional result becomes your reality. Exceptionality becomes your lot and your portion. I pray this morning that as you begin to engage this setting up your own stage, these are secrets that everybody uses. The ones you see at the top, they do it. The me you see currently now preaching to you as your pastor, I do it. That's why what we have now. In less than eight months, I said to my wife, I said, by God's grace, by the time we get to five years of ministry, we should, we should have our own property. We are not renting. Because I know what to do to get there. I know how to repeat that pattern to operate in that very particular place. What is the charge for today? Please and please notice this. Seek God's wisdom for setting up your own stage. In case you don't have it, seek God's wisdom. The charge there, seek God's wisdom. James chapter 1, verse 5. He says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it liberally to all men and upbraid it not. Seek God's wisdom. Number two, engage the area of concerns at hand. Don't be everywhere. Stay put. Once you are leaving the service this morning, don't be everywhere. Stay put. This is my stage. Or if you don't have your stage, begin to ask, what stage do I have? How do I set my stage? My stage, your stage at this moment can be your gift, it can be your talent, can be your calling, can be your ministry, can, whatever. But your responsibility to set up your own stage, it is in your hand. It is not in any pastors, it's not in any bishop, apostle, or whoever. It is in your hand. And the last thing there you do, as we bring this to a close, is the fact that fight with everything that you have. Fight with everything that you have. Fight with even your hair. Let your hair fight the battle of your stage. Let your, as you are sleeping, as you are dreaming, you are fighting the dreaming for your stage. Don't be dreaming eating pap and steak. Dream fighting for your stage. Except if you know that Papa and Steak is actually your own stage, then it's fine, you can dream that. But fight with everything. The charge for this morning, engage God's wisdom. Engage the area of your concern. And engage with a fight of faith. I want you to say this after me. 
I am setting up my own stage and nothing is stopping me from doing that. I am setting up my own stage and nothing is stopping me from doing that. Rise up on your feet this morning and begin to pray. I don't know what stage in which you want to engage. I don't know what your stage is this morning. You know your stage. You've heard the message this morning. This is a message of a serious responsibility called setting up your own stage. You know your stage. Ability to face the wall of a majority of you that I've seen cranking your life. Ability to think, what is my stage? How do I engage my stage? Your stage can be that very particular career, can be your ministry, can be whatever. I have given you secret from heaven. How God your father set the stage of earth. How Joseph set the stage for him to become the prime minister. How, what's it called, Elisha set the stage for him to become the prophet of his kind. Everybody sets their own stage. They determine the expression on their stage. That grace is available for you this moment. Open your mouth and begin to pray. You are not too young to set your own stage. Trust me, you are not too young. The Bible makes us to understand that as a guy called Uzziah, at age nine, he was a king of a particular country. If you are beyond nine years old, you are getting old. Be responsible. Set up your own stage. Refuse to play small. Your God is a global God. You have no business staying small. Your God is a big God. You have no business playing low. Your God is a continental God. You have no business playing local. Open your mouth and begin to push. Lord, I pray concerning platform church. The wisdom to be responsible. The wisdom for us to set our stage. Every member of this church, Lord, they operate with the God class. They operate with the mind of Christ. The stage is available. Your stage is in your hand. That stage to be done is in your hand. Maybe for you, you need to begin to ask God, Lord, give me the grace to see the end from the beginning. Show me the destination so that I can start from the beginning. Ability to see the end from the beginning. It is a grace to operate. Some of you need to approach and begin to push and say, Lord, I engage my stage. I engage my stage. I see from the end, from the beginning. I see the end from the beginning. Some of you, maybe you need to pray and say, Lord, I am engaging all the necessary parameters I need. Every necessary parameter, I am committed. Some of you need to pray and say, Lord, the grace for commitment. The grace for commitment. The grace to trust my capacity. That all I need is in my hand. Everything I need to do to get from this level to the next level, it is in my hand. Lord, I am committed to it. Some of you need to say, Lord, I am indoctrinating myself. Lord, you have called me for this. My language stays rested. My language stays prosperous. My 
my language stays fruitful my business is crossing the boundaries my name is going beyond the localities my fame is spreading abroad in the name of Jesus for you you need to begin to pray grace to know how to negotiate some of you it's the problem of how to negotiate the wells is full of water but you need to negotiate how to fetch your own salvation Lord I negotiate in a I refuse to place more. I cannot place more with my negotiation skills. I negotiate my way to the prosperity. I negotiate my way to the top. Maybe some of you currently now, you are standing on the stage, but you need to stand out. Begin to pray and say, Lord, I am standing on my stage, but I stand out. Grace and the intelligence for me to know what to do to stand out. The intelligence for me to know what to do to stand out. Lord, let it rest upon me. Lord, give me one secret. Some of you pray that prayer, one secret that I can implement that will make me stand out in my company, that will make me stand out in the works of my hand, that will make me stand out in my career. One secret is enough that will put you at the top. Maybe some of you this morning and you are listening to me and you're saying, Pastor, I have wasted a lot of resources. I want you to pray, say, God, grace to be accountable. Grace to be accountable. Grace to be accountable. Grace to be accountable. Ability to know how to cut, how to cut wastage, how to block the things that constantly waste my life. Ability to know how to say no to the pleasures of this world. Ability to know how to say no to the antics and the devices of the devil. Why those that are here that are still praying, I don't know who you are this morning, and you are saying, Pastor, I don't know Jesus. Trust me, everything about setting up your own stage, it takes a wisdom from God, and the wisdom is the person called Jesus. Without the wisdom of Jesus, you may not be able to set up your own stage. I want to introduce you to Christ, the Christ that I bumped into five years ago full-time, and I have never regretted one day. That same Christ that made me Valentina, who was a cleaner, and and now I am sitting up as part of the five-foot ministry. The same grace that I enjoy, I want to extend that grace to you this morning. The grace is called Jesus. I don't know who you are this morning and you want to give your life to Christ. You are tired of living the kind of life you are. Or maybe for you, you have backslidden. You have moved out from the place of grace. You are doing your own thing. But you are saying, I like what this man is saying. I want to engage this rest. The rest is available, my dear. Come back home. Be like the prodigal son. Be responsible responsible be willing be ready to engage come back home the grace is available this moment i want you to make this confession after me for those of you who want to give your life to christ i want you to say this after me put your hand on your chest and say this lord jesus i confess you as my lord and personal savior 
come into my heart. Be my Lord and my God. I know you died for me and you raise up for me. I accept your salvation. I accept your gift of righteousness. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. And if you've just said that prayer, I want to say congratulations to you. I want to pray for you as the people are praying so that you can join them to pray. I want to pray for you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the sons and daughters this moment that have chosen to confess you as your Lord and Savior. They have chosen to take you, Lord. Lord, I pray for every one of them this moment. I decree that everything that has troubled them thus far come to an end in the name of Jesus. I release the blessing of this commission to rest upon their life. The blessing of this commission to operate in their business, in their family, in the works of their hand, and in the concerns of their life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. I want you to put your mouth and begin to pray. The grace for you to operate. Setting up your own stage. Grace is available. You need to set up your stage. You're tired of watching other people do things. You're tired of watching people going around and making them for themselves. And you are sitting wondering, how can I change my pattern? Ability for you to do that. The grace is available for you this morning. Lord, I give you all the thanks and praise. I bless your name because indeed you are good God. So you will give all the glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, I bring everyone this moment, oh Lord. Both those that are currently streaming live, oh Lord, Father, watching me. And those that are live, Father, at this venue. Lord, I decree they have brought their voice before you. They have said that their stage, they know now it is their responsibility. The wisdom for them to engage, Lord. Release it upon every one of them in the name of Jesus. Lord, ability for them to be accountable. Ability for them to wake up and know that life is not a fun fair, but life is a battleground. Lord, let them have that wisdom to engage in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone this moment. I decree, Father, from this day onward, as they step out of this very particular work and they go out and engage, Lord, they will pull result. They will pull result. They will pull result. They will pull result. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, Father, for everyone that desire to create their own stage. Father, some of them need to recreate and to start again from the beginning. Lord, the wisdom on what to do at every point in time. Lord, I release it upon their life right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, every obstacle of the devil that has hold them thus far, I break the yoke of their neck in the name of Jesus. Father, every life from the pit of hell that have said to them that they will never amount to anything. Every life from the pit of hell that have pro pro projected fear, that have lit their confidence away. Lord, I destroy their life over their lives in the name of Jesus. Lord, every barrier that has stopped them from operating in the fullness of what you have called them, I decree that this week, as you engage from this day, this week will be your most amazing week ever in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning that as you engage in setting up your own stage, the Jethro you need, the Barnabas you need, the help you need to be able to 
set up your stage that resources come to you right now in the name of jesus i decree that as you ask for people to help you some of you need to go and ask them as you ask for people to help you they will help you in the name of jesus i decree upon your life it is known as activation sunday i decree everything that need to activate in your life for you to set up your own stage begins to activate for right now in the name of jesus every activation you need activation in your spirit activation in your mind activation in your soul activation in your thought they open for you right now in the name of jesus holy spirit i have released your word to your people every one of them father they have already taken something from you let the devourer not snatch it away from their hand i rebuke every devourer that may want to snatch this very particular secret and take them back to square one i rebuke that devourer right now in the name of jesus lord as they go and they plant their seed of setting up their own stage they will see result they will see result they will see result in the name of jesus father thank you to you i give all the glory in Jesus' victorious name we pray. And we all say, Amen. That's all we have for today. But be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform Church, family of rest.